Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton. It's another week. I've got Justin Wells here of InsideTexas.com with me. How you doing this morning, Justin? Hey, Bobby, you know how it is. Another day, another dollar. But I'm going to tell you this. Summer's here. It's hot, <laughs> so prepare. <laughs> yeah, well, the Longhorns are preparing, actually. That's a great segue uh, for a big month of June. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit or mostly about recruiting with you today uh, because there's a lot of stuff going on uh, behind the scenes right now. Uh, Texas setting up a big junior day, not not a se- not senior to be, but a junior day the first weekend of June. Uh, it's an elite camp, I believe, uh, followed by two really big weekends. I think the June 16th and June 23rd weekends uh, coming. We've got some data that I want to share with you on that uh, as well. But actually, the very first official visitor for Texas starts June 1, and that's the big tight end out of uh, La Jolla, California, Ryan Swanson. Uh, what's going on with his recruitment right now? And, and tell us a little bit about Reiner. Reiner might be the top target on Jeff Banks' board, tight end board for, for the 2024 cycle. Out of Laguna Beach, um, you know, this is a kid that <laughs> he looks like your, your typical quintessential West Coast Cali kid. Uh, he's got a lot of talent. He dropped his top five a few days ago. We posted on, on InsideTexas.com. I think it's going to come down to three schools, Oregon, BYU, and Texas. And I think, the, you know, Oregon ha- is in a really good spot there. BYU, obviously, I believe he's an LDS uh, student. And so that that's always a factor, you know, in those recruitments. There's something about Texas that he really likes. And I think when they get him back on campus in June, that's going to be big because – I can see him wanting to make a decision before the senior season starts. I could see him being an late August type of type type of uh, announcement. But just remember, Jeff Banks goes big, big game hunting with his tight ends. He go he scours the country. He always looks in state, especially with uh, you know tight end target out of uh, Langham Creek, Jordan Washington. He always looks for the guys in state. But there's some really good dudes outside out of state, and in California, they found one on Laguna Beach. Reiner Swanson will be on campus that first weekend in June. Um, Texas is in it. They're in it. But, man, it's going to it's gonna take some work. That's interesting. I said La Jolla. You corrected me with Laguna Beach. I get my beautiful California coastal cities mixed up. Uh, so please excuse me uh, before we get going. Uh, before we say any further, I want to say thank you to our uh, sponsor of the show every Monday. Uh, it's Laura Baker with Keller Williams Realty, uh, the Andy Allen team over there. Laura is a multi-year uh, uh, real estate professional. If you're going uh, to move in or outside Austin, Laura is who you want to work with. Uh, she's been terrific for us uh, and just a uh, all-around uh, real estate professional. That's Laura at AndyAllenTeam.com, 512-784-0505. All right, let, let's move on, uh, Justin. Uh, let's skip the, the juniors. I want to get to the seniors. I was going over the list. Uh, Texas right now has 42 overall official visits scheduled. So there are 42 official visits scheduled. What makes me intrigued, having followed Texas recruiting for so long, 22 of those 42 official visits that are set are from out of state, including the very first big weekend, that June 16th to 18th weekend. 11 of the 18 players coming in that weekend are from out of state. What, what do you think that says about Sark and his class right now? I think it says two things, Bobby. One, the talent in state 
that we have written about for the last nine months in, in Texas is, is solid, but it's a little down. The in-state crop is a little down. Now, there's, there's some solid guys at positions. Defensive back is ridiculous. They've got some tremendous wide receivers. There's a few other spots I think you could uh, – linebacker, I think they have a handful of good, really good ones as well. But overall, the, 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 the talent's down a little bit. So when you see these coaches go out of state, don't be shocked when they go to the West Coast because Sark is from there. Jeff Banks is from there. <laughs> PK is from there. Jeff Choate's from there. Um I mean, we can go down the list. Jeff, I mean, we can go down the list. Chris Jackson is from, from California. And so you're going to see more of those out-of-state ones. And then don't forget, when you throw a Deshard Choice in the mix, who grew up in SEC country out of Thomasville, Georgia, recruited the state of Florida for the last four or five years, you've got a broad scope. And then let's throw Kyle Flood, because that man loves some Jersey Shore. And he will go up there, he'll take you as Sadir Mitchell, and he'll try to snag a Nair Daniels at the same time. So I think that it's a combination of both. The in-state guys are a little bit down for the 2024 cycle, but 2025 will not be an issue. They are, there are seriously deep positions at 2025. But I think for this cycle, that's why you see more out-of-state guys than we would normally see, simply because there's you know they're broadening it out a little bit. They're trying to they're trying to to, to, to throw that cast that net a little wider, and you can't be surprised when you've got a, a, a Tashard choice from SEC country and half the staff from California all along the West Coast, uh, you're going to see more and more of those out-of-state kids because ultimately Sark wants to bring in the best talent he can. He obviously is going to look in the state of Texas first, but if he if, if there's a limitation there, he's going to go wherever it takes, including Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Le- Leonga LaFowle last year, uh, the linebacker from Kahuku, uh, signed with the Longhorns and showed up on campus ready to go. Uh, Justin, not only uh, of those 18 that are set on the June 16th weekend, I mentioned 11 are from out of state. Listen to this. You mentioned the California influence and and touched on the SEC Southeastern Conference. You basically could draw a line and follow I-20 East from Dallas and I-10 East to Jacksonville, Florida. There's uh, one one Louisianan going to be there. One Mississippi guy going to be there, two from Alabama, and then two more from Florida. Uh, add in Missouri, where Ryan Wingo, the wide receiver, is from. That's another SEC state at this point. Um, and then you also have Georgia. I forgot about Georgia. To be Daniel correct. Calhoun. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, literally every SEC state on I-10 and I-20 are touched with yeah. this, uh, this thing. And I think that's interesting from a Texas standpoint. Uh, because I think as as Texas moves into the SEC, we're going to see them push more and more that way. Um, I, I want to uh, touch on one other thing now here, uh, and that is this. You mentioned it being a pretty strong defensive backfield group in the state of Texas. I'm yeah. counting at least, uh, I believe there's three guys that could play defense. Josh Lear out of uh, Fort Bend Marshall, a safety. Uh, uh, also, you have, where is it at? Aaron Hampton's coming in. He's a he's a wide receiver DB uh, as well. Uh, Peyton Bowen's younger brother, Eli Bowen, out of Denton Geyer is coming in that weekend. There's quite a few second or Miles Davis out of Converse Judson's another one I should have mentioned. That's four potential defensive backs, all from the state of Texas, all coming in that first weekend. Is there a, a mix and match here? Because we know they want some other guys in state like Kobe Black, Corian Gibson. 
Uh, uh, Jordan Johnson Rubel from Florida. Uh, they, we know they want some other guys. What's going on in defensive back recruiting at this point, given they're bringing in so many in-state guys that first weekend? Well, I really think it's just a, a case of recruiting 101. You know, you've got your priority guys. And it's smart to get – if you're going to do an official in the summer, you get them as late as possible. Whereas your – let's just say, hypothetically, your secondary guys, they're going to be a little bit earlier. You, you, you still got to recruit through the whistle because you don't know exactly what's going to happen with Kobe Black or a Jordan Johnson Rubel or a Corian Gibson. And so you have to keep tabs on those guys. Joshua Lair is a, is a ball player. I think he's got a, a, ton, of, a ton of upside and a ton of skill. Uh, he certainly caught the, the staff's attention this spring. Um, but I think that's kind of maybe why, why you see that disparity a little bit, because you want when you're giving official visits or you're bringing in kids during the season, you want that last one. You want the very last one, if possible. Maybe the summer mentality and protocols the exact same way. You bring in some of those other guys early to kind of figure out exactly where you stand and where they stand. And then once you bring in the other guys, you're, you're maybe a, another a, another tier with your Kobe and Corian and those guys, then you figure out, all right, if we can't move here from A to B, then we're going to go from B to C. I think it's strategic overall, Bobby. And I'm not surprised that it's, it's separated like that, simply because if you look, the last official visit you could take is in late June, and that is the weekend where all the big boys are showing up. Yeah, I was going to say, so – 18 official visits set that we know of right now on the June 16th weekend. On the June 23rd weekend, there's 20 official visits set. Uh, now, on that one, it's a little bit different. 10 of the 20 are in-state. Uh, most of them are blue-chip guys like Micah Hudson, uh, Kobe Black, Selman Bridges, Zeno Miozulu. I mean, there, there's a half dozen there uh, that are true blue chips, at least, um, from in-state. Um, my, my question is kind of overall that's 38 of the 42 official visits that Texas has scheduled. They can go up to, I don't even think there's a limit anymore on number six. It used to be 56. I think they may have done away with that rule. I need to double check it and I'll post that answer on inside Texas, by the way. Um, But my point here is how do we um, Justin figure out uh, exactly what we think this makeup of the class is going to be? Do we think it's going to be, 50-50 50-50 in-state, out-of-state, because right now that kind of looks what they're like what they're doing as it relates to recruiting overall. They're bringing in a little bit more than half out-of-state guys. So the final makeup of the class will probably be somewhere around 50-50. Bobby, you've done this three times as long as I have. And in the time I've done it, how many times have you seen Texas sign a class 50-50? 50 in-state, 50 out-of-state. I bet you can count on one finger. It does. That is rare. It doesn't happen. I think one. It goes kind of back to they're they're casting a wider net. They've got a lot of guys they like in the southeast region, especially when it comes to the offensive and defensive line. They love some of those skill guys that are out in California along the west coast. Um, I I mean, I guess it had to happen at some point, but I I I'd have to believe it before I you know actually I had to see it before I believe it because. I can't ever remember a Texas class being 50-50, 50, 50, you know, 50% in state, 50% out of state. And I get it. The official visit, it, it, it kind of trends that way. That's kind of what the trajectory looks like. But I'd be shocked with 60-40. Like, no matter what, 
Texas is going to get a majority of the guys they really want in state. And then they go big fish, you know, big, big game hunting out of state. But 50-50, even though the official visits are lining up in that manner, and that's why I ask you that. You, I don't think I've ever seen Texas sign half of a class in state and half of a class out of state. Mac Brown would have had a stroke <laughs> if that was an, even a possibility. Um, but that's that's actually something I, I'm curious what you think, because I know the official visits are set up that way, but there's so much other stuff moving in, 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 in recruiting, so many other moving parts, things behind the scene. And right now, um, I, I don't think there's any way possible this is a 50-50 class, regardless of where the official visits are set up. Well, I mean, I, look, I think that it's all possible, Justin. I mean, we're entering a new... Um, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. A new era of Texas football recruiting when you go to the SEC because they're the, for so long, Texas has been the sole home base for the University of Texas. What we've seen at Texas A&M when they went to the SEC was a slow movement east in their recruiting. Not only do they try to get the top guys in Texas, but they also went into Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Louisiana, renewed emphasis there for the Aggies. And I, I think Texas is going to morph into that somewhat, but to your point, perhaps not as much, right? And so where is where is the mix there? Um, you know, Texas is a priority Texas state. It's the state university, uh, the flagship university of the state. So I think that, that players from the state of Texas, are, that's going to be, job one. Uh, at the same time, I, I don't feel like, uh, given the makeup uh, somewhat of the state and where Texas is going from a regional perspective as it relates to football, I don't necessarily think that carries the same weight. Furthermore, um, when Mac Brown was around, uh, I felt like high school coaches had more say in where players went to school, um, ultimately. I don't think that's the case anymore. And so given that it's not the, the tie is not quite as strong to those high school coaches as it once was. And that's not a fault of the high school coach. That's not a fault of Steve Sarkeesian. That's just the way that we've seen this grow as a whole. I mean, everybody is more intermingled now, particularly when you don't have a single uh, school and a single conference dominate a single state. Uh, when A&M and Texas were both in the Big 12 or the Southwest Conference, it was primarily those, those two schools battling it out. Well, when they went their separate ways after the Big 12, uh, it, it changed a little bit. Now, maybe that goes back and reverts uh, 
I just don't know that it will. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, all right. I uh, want to say thanks again to our sponsor. That's Laura Baker of, uh, uh, excuse me, Keller Williams Realty. Uh, Laura is a good friend of the program, long time or a lifetime Longhorn, actually. Dad was a professor at UT. Uh, she has been a great sponsor and someone that you can rely on uh, to move you into a new home or sell your house if you're moving away and kind of downsizing. Uh, Laura at AndyAllenTeam.com, 512-784-0505. Uh, all right, let's go to a couple other things, Justin. Uh, we mentioned 22 of the 42 unofficial or official visits are going to be from out of state. Let's talk about the junior elite camp uh, before we get going here. Uh, and that is roughly how many kids? 25 kids coming in on the first week? More than that. No. More than it, that? It, it, it's, a, it's a combination of 2025s and 2026s. You're going to see a few 2027s sprinkled in. I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't necessarily call it a junior day. I think this is a day. It's, it's going to be like that, except these kids are going to compete. This is going to be a camp on, on campus, and it's an invite only which we've seen in the past with Charlie Strong and Tom Herman, they would, you know, let everybody come kind of show up. And I, and I do believe they'll still have those camps this summer where it's kind of an, an open invitation type deal later in June. But that first weekend, they want guys that they have targeted. There's going to be kids with offers that are at that camp. And so I, 25 is minimum. I think that number is going to double. I, I think there's going to be a, a, a lot more kids. Every time I speak to one of these kids, when either a new offer from 2025, 26, or just a new uh, a new kid that Texas has reached out to, June 3rd is the date they've all told me they want to be there. So you know Texas is hammering home. This is the elite camp. We have you on the board. We want to see you there. And so I, I think you're going to see that number double. And I, and I think you're going to see offers go out that night. And I think it's going to be exactly what Sark and those guys want to do. They want to see what these young kids look like you know, running around in drills, kind of in person, get get those in-person evaluations, and then know where they're going to move forward with that 25 class past, that, past the month of June. This is interesting because it, it, it brings into uh, focus something Jerry and I have talked about, and I think you and I have talked about as well, Justin, and that's that Steve Sarkeesian finally is in a situation where he knows these guys as well as the AM coaches that have been there a little bit longer. Yes. Uh, the, the, the time has gone by. Like when, when Steve Sarkeesian first came in, there's no way. I mean, Jimbo Fisher and his staff had a three, four-year head start on Texas. Uh, now, while Fisher is, is certainly uh, got uh, those guys and understands who they are, et cetera, Sark has had time to know these guys basically since they're freshmen in high school. Yes. And so maybe now that that difference that AM had on some guys early, like say a David Hicks, for example, last year out of Katie Paytow, maybe Texas has an opportunity uh, to domino on some guys like that as well. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. I want to say a couple of things. Uh, also, Texas is waiting right uh, as J Justin and I taped this. We're waiting to hear if Texas gets a pledge from Caleb Love, a um, guard out of University of North Carolina. Uh, he apparently is down to Texas and a couple other schools. I think UConn is another one. He may actually announce his decision by the time this video is posted. We're waiting to see if it's Texas or not uh, and uh, have things ready there to talk about it. That would be another big coup, uh, another big feather in the hat of Rodney Terry as he looks to remake uh, the Longhorns roster. Love had an incredible NCAA tournament run two years ago. 
leading North Carolina uh, to the final uh, game, to the championship game. I think he had 28 and 30 in two back-to-back games uh, leading up to that championship game uh, against Kansas. So uh, we're waiting on that. Also, we're monitoring uh, what I would say uh, are more official visits as we get going. And then lastly, I want to say congrats to the University of Texas baseball team. Uh, the Longhorns swept, in probable fashion, swept West Virginia. West Virginia was leading the conference this past weekend. They came in, came in with a 15-6 and six record. Uh, and Texas, they were number six in the country. Yeah. I didn't know that. Texas swept them to go 15. To, to equal both of them being 15 and nine, Oklahoma State also 15 and nine. It made Texas, it gave Texas its 80th, Justin, 80th. Like my dad's barely been alive 80 years. And I, I've been around 80th conference title in baseball as a sport. Just amazing, amazing stuff uh, for the Longhorns. Tip right. of the cat to Pierce. You have to give a tip of the cat. And Joe Cook wrote a, wrote a great story. Please check us out at InsideTexas.com. It's great. He talked about basically, you know, David Pierce is a winner. And this is, I believe, his third conference championship. Now they head to the Big 12 tournament uh, where they can make some hay and potentially host as a regional. Hey, I, you know, I, I did the story on Saturday. I had no idea West Virginia was number six in the country because of the score disparities. These weren't close games. <laughs> These right now it looks like Texas is kind of hitting their sweet spot on the baseball field. They've got a good mixture on the mound. Their bullpen's still a little cluttered, but then they're getting big sticks from Dylan Campbell and Porter Brown. They're getting some other stuff from freshman Jared Thomas. It's a good little mixture. I think they're hitting stride at the right time. And that 16-game winning streak in the middle of the season was more than an aberration. I honestly thought that I was wrong. Tip of the cap to David Pierce and those guys. Tremendous run. But you're just getting started at Texas. When it comes to baseball, the conference title is only one goal. Now you got to move on. All right, uh, Justin, you and Jerry Hamilton will be back tomorrow morning with the uh, recruiting breakdown. Uh, Jerry and I will be on the Longhorn live stream Tuesday night as well at 7 o'clock, taking your questions. Uh, any any and all questions you have, get, us, get them into us. Uh, for Justin Wells of Inside Texas, I'm Bobby Burton. That's been this episode of On Texas Football.